Hey, the Washington football team that classified best podcast that's out there. You know we got some good people like Eric and Ellie, they on there. We know Washington football team, the best team out there, and we don't care. They used to talk about how we ain't make it to the players, but boy, did y'all go there? Let's talk about Chase Young getting them sacks. Let's talk about Gibson running it back. Let's talk about Terry Lawrence scoring touchdowns every time he catching that pass. Let's talk about Rupert Foster, how he's sitting there waiting for somebody to run that slant. Let's talk about Kim Fuller, how many picks he got. Yeah, the boy be still in the pass. Pick six. WFT Declassified Nation. We are back with another podcast. We're going to wrap up this game for you. What a game. First and foremost, I want to say what's up to the peeps. Brian, Eric, how's it going? What's well, up? And it could be Victory. going on for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Can can we start with the collective clap for the MVP of the games, the referees? <laughs> the referees were making some awful calls, but they benefited us greatly this game. So kudos to the refs. Shout out to them. I know they're Burgundy and Gold fans. All kidding aside, what do you guys think, man? Brian, who done it? Start us out there, man. Who done it? Who helped us win today? Who done it? Well, first thing is all those Burgundy and Gold fans in Las Vegas, every shot of the crowd, they had to do a tight shot. They could only show like two Raiders fans at a time because if they pulled out, there was nothing but Burgundy and Gold in those stands uh, at Allegiant Field. So hats off to all, all of the fans who traveled all the way there to support the team. That was awesome. There was a ton of Burgundy and Gold fans there. But this game, I got to go with the defense. The defense done it this game. Uh, the offense struggled mightily, but the defense held tough. They kept Derek Carr, their big playability. Uh, we talked about Renfro, and he still did his thing. He, he made a lot of people look silly, uh, but we limited them. We kept the big plays uh, under con- uh, under control, and we held them for most of the game. Towards the end, they started to uh, to fight back a little bit. They started to, to move down uh, with some of those penalties. Uh, they started to move the ball. But the defense came through. The defense, which started out the year so bad, so awful, has really found its groove. And for the second straight game, they held an opponent to just 15 points. Seattle, 15 points, and now Derek Carr. Derek Carr wasn't coming off any injury. He didn't have anything wrong with him. He was limited, uh, you know, for 180 some yards passing for like three quarters. And it wasn't until like the fourth quarter where he started to really kind of break it open and rack up some big plays. So for me, who done it? The defense came up big today. Yes, sir. And you know what? Derek Carr was the leading passer or one of the leading passers in the NFL. And we kept him in check. You could see all game, the whole first half. And I tweeted this out. The Raiders were setting us up to go deep late in the game. And they did. They started to in the second half. But you know what? We maintained. We kept focused. We kept working. And we were able to uh, keep most of the things in front of us. So kudos to the defense. The thing that I am most impressed with regarding the quarterback, Taylor Heineke, is that he only took one sack. And in a game this close, a sack can really, really determine a lot and really change the pace and tone of the game. So Kudos to Heineke for not taking any sacks. Eric, give me your recap of the game. Well, the referees definitely helped us out for the most part, but they gifted uh, Las Vegas that, that, that touchdown drive because that entire drive was nothing but penalty yards that got them all the way inside the 20. So I think they made, I think, I think we broke even there. Um, I don't know what to make of Jamin Davis this week. Um, he had some huge plays and he just whiffed. He had probably as many missed tackles as he had tackles. 
in the open field, but some of the tackles he made were big time tackles. It was, he had an, he had a weird game. So I don't think it's quite game ball worthy, but we definitely knew he was on the field quite a bit because he was involved, just not always in a good way. Uh, and also on the offensive side of the ball, Scott Turner just did not call a good game. I don't think did anyone besides Antonio Gibson touch the ball in the second and third quarters until that, until they finally started moving the ball on that last drive of the third quarter, like they did nothing to get anybody the ball outside of Antonio Gibson, be it on a, a handoff or a screen pass or a dump off. It was just the Antonio Gibson show. And, you know, this is the second week in a row where Terry McLaurin just hasn't been a factor and they're not feeding him the ball. He's just a decoy lately. Uh, that's got to change because Dallas has a very high powered offense coming in next week and they're going to need all the help they can get, especially with uh, the possibility of Logan Thomas not being there. So we, we need to do better. Uh, we've been giving you some kudos uh, lately, uh, Scott Turner, but this week, not your best game. Um, I don't think you, I don't think he called a great game. And one guy I will shout out though, that I was very tough on earlier this year who in the past uh, during this win streak has been fantastic. And I got to give him props because I was hard on him earlier this year. Charles Leno, really good game today. Yes. Uh, did a really nice job uh, shutting down the, uh, you know, the 2015 all-star team that uh, is the defensive line of, uh, you know, the Las Vegas defensive line. It's like Jonathan Hankins and uh, Yannick Ngakwe and, you know, all <laughs> these guys that were awesome like five years ago. Um, but no, he, he played a really great game, made, made some big time blocks. Um, he's really been probably their best offensive line uh, between he and flowers, uh, definitely the left side of the line the last two weeks. Yeah. So, solid effort by that O-line. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, you're right about Gibson, but in, in some context, Eric, I love it because we don't lose when Gibson gets 90 plus yards. We've only lost once since he's been in Washington he had 88 today on the ground. I'll call, I'm going to round up to 90. And we won because what they've decided to do the second half of the season is just contain Taylor Heineke into making safe throws and don't give the game away for us because they believe in the defense again. It was a very disciplined game, by and large, by the secondary, except for the fact that early on receivers were wide open. I, I, I'll grant you that, but at least they stopped them. Tackling could have been better. Tackling could have been better throughout the game, but we are here to celebrate a win. So I'm going to be positive today. Um, Brian, give me your, your thoughts on the game. So offensively. Uh, yeah. Just like Eric said, this was not Scott Turner's best game, but also, uh, you know, we didn't execute uh, as well uh, in this game. And a part of that is due to the Raiders. They clearly studied their uh, defensive scouting report. They knew it was going to be run heavy and they had all kinds of run blitzes prepared and they, they, you know, they came to play, they came to play. And, you know, one of the things we talked about last week was you got to jump out on these guys. You got to get up on them, which we did. And then we squandered so many opportunities. We again, led time of possession, but we didn't do anything with the time of possession. Uh, we should have had more touchdowns, more points. Uh, we didn't. So we left, uh, we left the Raiders with plenty of space to, uh, to stick around. And uh, they did, they hung in there, they kept fighting and they made it a game all the way into the fourth quarter when I think uh, we could have easily put them away earlier. But uh, uh, the nice thing about this game though, the resilience of this team, 
you know, usually in a game like that, you know, we might fold. We might be the ones who uh, would kind of put it away at the end and uh, the other team would pull it out. But we did that. We pulled it out at the end. And that's great to see because, uh, you know, there were a couple of plays where, you know, hey, it could have gone to uh, the Raiders. It could have gone uh, the other way. But uh, we kept fighting. We kept uh, we kept with it. We kept with the game plan. Nobody got flustered, especially not Taylor Heineke, because I will give him credit. He was getting some pressure. Um, some of it was his own fault. He was holding the ball too long. But some of it, they just brought pressure and they were able to get to him. And uh, he didn't get flustered uh, even after your, uh, the interception, even though that uh, his hand got hit. It wasn't necessarily his fault. But um, we stayed tough. We got the win. Most definitely. Eric? Give us your Heineke bandwagon. Where are we at this week? I am uh, I'm, I'm in business class this week. So I've moved out of the first class cabin. Uh, he wasn't overly, I mean, he was, he was, he was gutsy today and made a lot of plays when he had to make it, but he was not spectacular. And he missed high so many times. He was, you know, he was not all, I, you know, his numbers may say he was accurate, but I mean, he was, he benefited greatly from, from some nice catches a few times. Um, and that little balloon he threw at the end of the game where he, he was late throwing off his back foot that almost got intercepted, really should have been intercepted, uh, would have sealed the game because it would have been a pick six. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't give him that, but overall, uh, I'm still, I'm still a fan, um, under 200 yards passing. It looks like a pretty good completion percentage, uh, about 75% completion pass, uh, percentage, two touchdowns, the interception, not necessarily on him. The guy, he did get his arm hit, but uh, the second one that was dropped, uh, was definitely on him. So I'm still going to count him with one interception that is on him because you combine those two plays and he did he did throw a pick. Uh, so yeah, I've moved back. Uh, I'm in business class this week. The seats are, are still comfortable, um, but uh, the drinks aren't free. <laughs> Just free peanuts. That's all you get, free peanuts. I get free peanuts. <laughs> they took Eric, my socks away. <laughs> I thought you'd be so much more excited right now. I got to be honest with you, Eric, because you know what? You're the cheerleader. No, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that, but you are the guy that is just always super excited about this team winning and, and things like that. Where was the excitement today? I'm excited. I mean, I'm happy that they won. Um, it's a game they could have lost. It's a game they would have lost in years past. So I am, I am happy, but I'm also uh, very picky. Uh, and I don't think this was the team's best effort today. Um, I thought defensively it was a great – their game plan was great. It was pretty obvious. Those guys were wide open underneath all game, especially early on. Because, I mean, Washington was taking away the deep ball. They were just sitting back. They weren't letting Deshaun Jackson run free. Uh, so you saw a lot of underneath stuff open. They could have tackled a little better. Um, but, you know, I am happy with the game. They're 6-6. Six and six, And realistically, they have a good shot at the playoffs now. Um, you know, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but we're going to do that. Uh, you know, I think you can – I think 3-2 and two down the stretch probably makes the playoffs for this team. Um, I And, you know, I think that's doable. Uh you know, you could easily go one and four, uh, two, <laughs> the way the games have been closed lately. But I think that this team has a really legitimate chance at the playoffs now with, with being, they essentially treaded water, got to the point where they have five division games left. And now it's just up to what, what can they do? Uh, so it's going to be a really interesting next five games. So I am excited, uh, looking forward to that. Isn't this what, as a fan of the Washington football team and really the NFCs in general, isn't this what you want? You want everything coming down to division games, and that's what we have. We are six and six, right? We now we're gonna be here. twelve and zero right now. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. This this is where you want to be if you can't be twelve and zero at the end of the year. You control your own destiny, and it's against the division. 
As a fan, there is nothing more that I can ask for than that. And you know what, Eric? I'm going to take your mediocre excitement, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to turn it all the way up. I figured out where the new stadium's going. Stay with me here. Okay. It's going. To, it's going in Dub City, Virginia. See what I did there? W Dub City. We won. Anyway, um, I, for folks listening, I know you're excited out there. <laughs> I'm trying to get my guys going. <laughs> I'm trying to find a crickets chirping soundbite because <laughs> that's the worst joke I've heard today. <laughs> Brian, give me your closing thoughts on this game. This is. You know, this is the real starting point. I know, uh, you know, the the bye week coming off the bye week was a a turning point that was supposed to be a, a new point. But we're six and six now. Now is the real test. Can we, you know, if we're going to take the next step as a team, well, we've got to win games. We have to be a winning team, right? We can't be uh, seven and nine again, or uh, eight and nine, or, or you know, whatever the case uh, is with the the seventeen games here. We've got to start stacking wins. We've got to beat teams that we should beat, uh, which we've done these past two weeks. But we've got to keep going. Um, you know, the, we we didn't you know we didn't accomplish anything. We're just at five hundred. Everything that we want is still ahead of us. So we've got to keep doing it week in week out. And uh, I th- I think it's Cowboy Week, right? It is, it is Cowboys Week. Yes, that's it. So we we really got to keep um, the pedal to the metal and keep pushing forward uh, because to hell with those Cowboys. <laughs> I like it, Eric. Give me your your, your closing thoughts on the game. I'm glad it's over. I almost had a heart attack. I'm going to go for a walk and calm myself down. Good game, <laughs> gentlemen. Good game. Absolutely. Here we go. Number one, Heineke's got to stop taking those hits in the pocket. He's getting absolutely demolished when he gets hit in the pocket every single time he gets touched back there. Crosby nailed him. Was it a penalty? The referee says the ref said it was. So That was so absolutely much. a penalty. Like, you think so? Like, I, it, sh- it shouldn't be a penalty. But it is, I mean, if you, you look at the rule, it is absolutely a violation of the rules. He had, he had him and he drove him, he drove him into the ground and landed on top of him. Like his shoulder, like he was almost, uh, Crosby was, Crosby, I don't know what his name is. It doesn't matter. He lost. Uh, yeah, he drove him into the ground. He was over, he was almost like perpendicular to the ground when Heineke hit. He drove him in, landed on him with his shoulder. That was 100% a penalty under the current rules. Should it be a penalty? No, it should not. But it, it was under the, you know, under the rules. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. Jamin Davis saved the game with that tackle uh, on the Raiders last drive. Holy crap, because two things are going to happen. The Raiders are going to eat up a lot more clock and they had a first down going in, you know, towards the end zone. So Jamin Davis, like you said, Eric, he was kind of up and down, but he made plays that mattered at the end of the game. So kudos to that dude. Um, I felt like the last drive where we kicked a field goal, I felt like they were going too quick. You know what I mean? We had timeouts, things like that. Eat up a little bit more clock because then the Raiders wouldn't even have gotten the chances they got to tie the game at the end of the game. And when um, Carr threw deep <laughs> on that last drive, when why do we oh. have one-on-one? <laughs> going props down Mc- no, props to Bobby McCain. Great play. It, it, that it should thus- not have been a penalty. Yeah, he's We've we been rough on Bobby McCain. That was a good play by him. Good defense. But defensively. It, it, and that's the heart attack. Yes, but yes. you can't Bobby be, McCain back there. But he was like, "Where are you supposed to be?" So that's he was. that's new. You can't, but you, you can't can do that more. You can't have him back there one on one. Now, if Carr lays that ball out a little further in front, is it a different play? Who knows? That didn't happen. Not going to worry about it. It is officially Dallas week. We are on the clock for Dallas week. We'll be back this week with another podcast. Go celebrate this win. 
We got our whole destiny in front of us, and we got the division to run through to get there. And you know what those Giants are looking like. Eric said we need two wins, right? We got the Giants coming up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we need three wins. Three oh, we need and two three. Down the okay. okay. We need, okay. I would like four and one. I would like five and oh down the stretch. But That would be great. Yes. Three and two, I think, gets us into the playoffs. Yes. Hey, Curtis Samuel was healthy today. Didn't do too much. But you know what? Oh, my last thought. That third down call where we handed off to Curtis Samuel was absolutely the stupidest call I saw all game long. Power football with your running back who's been running it all day. Don't get creative when the game's on the line. Period. It almost worked. Yeah. <laughs> Which he, almost, means it I mean, didn't. he got his elbow down. If he had moved that ball forward before putting his elbow down. He would, but he's not a running, he back. Almost, a running back. It almost worked. A running back would have known that. And that's why you give it to a running back in that scenario. Fellas, later this week, I will catch you. Everybody listening, we appreciate you. Make sure you head over to WFTDeclassified.com. We got some crazy blog posts up there. They're doing numbers. We'll see you.